I'm so happy that you've chosen to take off beat, off the beaten path. Your journey to holistic health starts here. Namaste. Greetings. Salamu. Namaste. I am Wambi and you're listening to the Off B Healthcast. Off the Beaten Path Healthcast, that is the way is known, the path is lit. Thank you for joining us here today. Here we take you off the beaten path and we talk about alternative medicine, which is really the path that we should be taking because before there was Big Pharma, there was Big Mama. And if any of you ever had a Big Mama, you would know that Big Mama was basically our doctor. Like she would definitely find herbs and remedies to help heal our diseases or sicknesses. And she got it straight straight from the earth. If it's whether it's from her garden or for, whether it's from the market, she definitely got it natural remedies for us to take whenever we were feeling good. So that's what off B is about. Off B is about going back to the source, and the source is earth. And we came from the earth. The earth should be able to have everything that we need in order to heal us. And so we should definitely go back to the earth for healing. So in today's conversation, we will be getting to know ourselves. The way that we're going to get to know ourselves is by learning about chakras. I know in previous healthcasts, I've talked about chakras just a little bit here, a little bit there, and probably breeze past it in, in conversation, but I never really got to really just dive in to talking about chakras. For those of you that are not familiar with chakras and want to get a, just a small introduction to each chakra, this healthcast is for you. So we definitely want to learn about chakras because the chakras are all a part of our body. It's a part of our being. It's a part of why we exist and how we exist. So today in today's healthcast, we're going to learn about firstly what chakras are and what their functions are and how we can better connect to them. Let's go ahead and get started. To learn about chakras, we need to first learn what it is, right? So chakra is a Sanskrit word. And when we go, when we talk about Sanskrit, we're talking about East Indian language. So it's an East Indian word that means spinning wheel or disc. If you can imagine spinning wheels, these are what chakras look like in our body. Chakras are energy sensors in our body that look like wheels of light spinning in and around the body. So we have a few chakras right above our head, and then we also have some going down to our tailbone and even further down. We have more than seven chakras, but today we're gonna talk about the primary chakras. There are seven of those. So if you can imagine from the top of your head all the way down to the base of your spine, there are different balls of energy, spinning wheels with different colors right down the center. These are what chakras are. These are what's going around in your body. I mean, you're not able to see it physically. You might not be able to see it, but you can definitely feel it if you do certain exercises. Another way we can look at what a chakra is, is by viewing each chakra as an invisible organ that manages the energy in different parts of the body. So each chakra lines up with some of our physical organs. 
we, like I stated before, we have the primary chakras and then we have the secondary chakras. And again, we're only going to be talking about the primary chakras today because there's seven primary chakras and it's probably like 114. It's kind of like, you know, controversial. So it's like people, a lot of people can agree that it's 114 chakras in the human body. And, um, yeah, so that's definitely a lot to talk about in one health cast. So we'll just stick with the seven that most people who learn about chakras, they actually talk about and we can actually work with. Now, chakras, the practice of chakras, it dates back between 1500 and 500 BCE. And it, and scientists do believe that it could have been earlier than that. So one would hear the word chakra as it relates to tantra and yoga because it's mainly associated with hindu and indian practices but later on in time it expanded to the asian and the buddhist practices and the idea is just to encourage students to tap into chakras in order to release the soul from the body when it comes to the like the asian and the buddhist practices they want them to be able to tap in to the chakras so that their soul can be released from the body. So the difference between the Asian and the Buddhist practices, like they want, they want to explore the chakras so that the soul can be released from the body. And the Tantra practices, the people who use chakras and tantric practices, they use this to embrace the soul within the body. So one wants the soul to leave the body and the other wants the soul to stay in the body and embrace the body. So yoga, we use chakra practices in yoga as well. And so yoga, they use it to as a body-based approach to health, longevity, and spiritual enlightenment. So we got two different things they like to the the asians and the buddhists and the indians and hindu all those people they like they would use that for a spiritual practice um tantric practices is also spiritual but yoga practices are physical it's body-based it's something that's more tangible that we can work with so between the yoga the tantric the buddhist the hindu practices we found so many different ways to use these energy centers we call chakras. And if you haven't learned about chakras yet, now is a great opportunity to learn. Now is a great opportunity to learn and get to know yourself, get to know your body, get to know these chakras. So now that we've learned a little, about, about, little bit about chakras, these energy centers, these spinning wheels, these ball of lights, and these towards spinning tornado vortexes, we get to get started with talking about each one individually. So I'm going to try to keep it as, as simple as possible because, I mean, it's a lot of information to learn when it comes to chakras. I want to make sure that we can be like simple so that we can understand it a lot easier because like I said, it's a lot to learn. So I hope that you will be able to, my hope in this health cast is that you will be able to learn what a, what the chakra is, learn how it's not balanced and you know, how we can fix it and that you will be able to take something 
from this health cast because it's important that we know about chakras and how we can make sure that our chakras are balanced because it's a part of us. I'll just go ahead and get started with this first chakra. And we're going to start with the first chakra, which is the root chakra. The root chakra is located at the base of your spine and in your hips area. The endocrine glands that it's connected to is the adrenal glands. Every chakra has a color associated with it. So for the root chakra that's located right there at the base of your spine, that color is red. And this chakra relates to feelings of security. We think about trust and our physical needs being met, creating bonds and consistency. So in, with this chakra, we're going to be thinking about whether or not we can do the simple things like pay our bills, cook dinner, or have food for dinner or lunch or breakfast. We're going to think about whether or not we trust an individual. We're going to we're, we're going to think about just the the bare necessity, the basic things that we need to live and function with this chakra. It's also important to note that when this chakra is off balance, because chakras do become off balance. So when the chakra is off balance, you're probably going to have an excessive need to worry about things like food, shelter, and clothes. You may have those issues in your life. If you do have those type of issues in your life, that is a sign that the root chakra is off balance just a little bit. We also deal with worthiness to exist at this chakra. So if you if you have feelings of unworthiness and even if you're feeling worthy, the worthiness is actually a good sign. It's a good sign that your root chakra is balanced. But if you're feeling unworthy, that could be a sign that your root chakra is imbalanced. Spiritual functions with the root chakra would include self-identity and being able to sense other people's bodily sensations. So you'll be able to feel how somebody else's feel. You can empathize. Now, the root chakra is developed from the time we're in our mother's womb up until the time that we turn one, the age that we turn one. And that's something, just a key point to know about the chakras is we don't wake up or we're not born with all the chakras operating at once. So when I say that it's developed at the age of one from the time that we're conceived to one, that just means that here's our first chakra. Here's our root chakra right here. By the time we're one, we probably would have a need or if we were raised by loving a loving household, loving parents, we would, we would feel protected. We would feel worthy. We would know that we're secure and that our needs are met. And this is just the root chakra. For the next chakra, it's our second chakra and it's the sacral chakra. The sacral chakra is located right around our belly button and it's associated with our ovaries and testes. The color for this chakra is orange. Imagine that orange ball of light that's spinning like a tornado. That is our sacral chakra. So the sacral chakra governs our sexual organs. It also governs our upper intestines and our abdominal area. When we think about these organs, our sexual organs, our upper intestines, and our dominant area, we're going to check it. 
just do a self check. How are they? How's your sexual organs? Are you, are your sexual organs overactive? That could be an imbalanced chakra. Is it underactive? That could be an imbalanced chakra. Are you um, feeling a little bit um, tired, constipated, or you have any problems in your abdominal area? These are signs of imbalanced chakras. And on the flip side, if you're not having any of these issues, then you're doing great. You probably have a balanced chakra. Another thing that relates to this chakra is emotional health and creativity. We like to think that uh, we're creative and sometimes if we have like creative work, like if you're a writer, if you're an artist, like a painter, a rapper, a singer, or anything like that, you would probably have a very, very active sacral chakra. Uh, just a little tip, if you do have these, if this is something that you do, that you do for as a hobby or just, you know, for a living, like some type of artistic creative work and you have trouble with coming up with something that's creative, you can just look to stimulate this chakra. Pick up something orange around you. You can even think the color orange and it's going to help to get that sacral chakra rolling. Then that's when you come up with more, you're able to be more creative. So that's just a little tip. Uh, if you, if you're like one of those creatives and you have trouble coming up with you, like, like a writer's block or a mental block or something that would definitely like help to restore your creativity. Just thinking about the color orange, like I'm, well, I mean like meditating on the color orange or having like an orange crystal by you or wearing orange. All of these things actually help with stimulating the sacral chakra. Now the sacral chakra is developed between six to 18 months of age. For our next chakra, we have the solar plexus chakra. And this is our third chakra. The solar plexus is located right around the area where your liver sits. It may be, if we want to do an accurate visualization, we could probably like imagine this chakra to sit probably right around the bottom of your rib cage. And it's associated with your pancreas. Its color is orange. It governs the digestive system. It also governs your skin and diaphragm and your small intestine. So if you have digestive issues, if you have issues with your skin, that means that you have an underactive or inactive solar plexus. And the same thing when I said with the sacral chakra, you can get that stimulated by even wearing the color yellow. You can have a yellow crystal by you. All of these things can get that chakra back in a balanced state. Psychological functions of this solar chakra is personal power. If you if you if you're one who feels empowered, you probably have a balanced solar chakra. Mental activity and willpower also related to these to this solar chakra. The spiritual functions for these is intuitive powers that are related to the knowledge and mental activity. So people who are like really intuitive when it comes to, I would say watching movies or reading books and things like that, then they really have an active solar chakra. And now the solar chakra is developed between 18 months and three years of age. So if you were to think about a child who's between 18 and three months, you would probably see that they would, they are getting better with their mental activity. They're learning more. These, this is probably the age where they learn the quickest. And that's because their cell, their solar chakra is being activated. So if you just, you know, when I, when I talk about how, when it's developed, just think about the, the age 
of these children or individuals. And as it relates to the chakras, you can see that the children develop in these stages. So it's just something to actually just uh, consider whenever we're going over the chakras and things like that. Um, 18 months, three years of age is for the solar chakra. And it just so happens in this age, the children, you, these is right around the terrible twos, right? And the children, they learn, they pick up things really quickly. They, I mean, they physically pick up things quick, but they also mentally <laughs> and spiritually and also emotionally pick up things very quickly. And this is all connected to the solar chakra. And we're pretty much halfway through. So now we're at the fourth chakra, which is the heart chakra. And it's kind of like my favorite, one of my favorite chakras because it's the heart chakra. Like I love love. And if you know about hearts, hearts are connected to love, right? So the heart chakra is pretty much like self-explanatory. It's, it's located at the heart chakra and it's also associated with the heart. Its color is green. So if you think about a heart, and a lot of times we like to draw red hearts, but remember when it comes to our colors and the chakras, the red is located at the root chakra. It's the things that we desire, our wants. Our red is at the root chakra. So now when I draw my hearts or when I, you know, send my messages and I want to put a heart, I'll put a green heart because green is really the heart that we should be drawing because it's connected to the heart chakra. The green is connected to the heart chakra. If you think about it just a little bit, and I know I said that may have said this before, when you go outside and you're in nature, you see the see a lot of green. And how does it make the green make you feel? It the green makes you feel love. <laughs> so the heart chakra, the color is green. We're gonna see green balls of light, spinning wheels tornado vortexes right in the heart area. It's beautiful. I love green. The heart chakra physically monitors the heart, the circulatory system. It monitors the blood, monitors the lungs, breast, the thymus, the shoulders, and all these parts that's connected and related to these symptoms. So when we think about the heart chakra and we see blood, lungs, breasts, circulatory system the heart and we think about conditions relating to the heart which are things like high blood pressure and diabetes and different forms of heart disease we also think about breast cancer and lung cancer and all of these different things relating to the function of the physical heart we also want to think about that other side with the heart chakra is associated with love and relations and one's ability to bond with others and also the creator. So as within, as without, as above, so below, right? When we don't feel loved, when we don't have great relationships, we're continuously not having good relationships. When we're not able to bond with people in the ways that we feel that we should or want to, then these problems can occur physically. It will manifest physically through our heart, our physical heart. And then that's how we have these illnesses, the breast cancer, the lung cancer, the heart disease, the high blood pressure, because our heart chakra is out of balance. 
So I would encourage people who have issues with their heart chakra to love a little bit more. And when I'm speaking of loving a little bit more, I'm not talking about loving others. The first thing that we want to look at is loving ourselves and accepting ourselves. That is just a start to help to balance that heart chakra. And it's really like it hits home to me, the the heart chakra itself, the, the, the issues that are involved with an imbalanced heart chakra really does hit home for me because there are so many people, so many of my loved ones that suffer from conditions that relates to the heart and the heart chakra. And it just so happens to be the same friends and family, my loved ones alike that suffer from issues that are dealing with self-love and not able to form bonds with others and not able to love in the way that is going to be beneficial to themselves and to the others around them. So the other spiritual functions, just to move on, the other spiritual functions would be the ability to attain the highest forms of love and service toward others and the ability to heal. So one cannot be a healer without having a balanced heart chakra. When we think about it, we look at our healers, we look at our doctors, we look at our holistic practitioners, we look at the nurses. A lot of these people, they have to, in order for them to effectively do their job, they actually have to have a balanced heart chakra. Now the heart chakra is developed from the age of four to the age of seven. So if you look at the four to seven year olds, these are the ones that are learning how to love and love effectively. They may know innately from how they were being brought up as a baby and things like that. But now that they're four to the age of seven, they know how to and they actually express it. And I can see that in our children, they're uh when they were between the ages of four to seven, they like to do this thing where they just come and give random hugs just because they love me, you know, and I, and I love that. So <laughs> the ability to actually love and help is really like what they learn to do between the ages of four and seven. And if it's not developed during this time at all, then it will interfere with the development of the chakras going forward. If there is any chakra that's during the time of development is hindered from fully developing, it will hinder the rest of the chakras going forward. So if we stop growing and developing in our heart chakra, then it will affect our throat chakra. It will affect all the chakras going forward. So that's definitely important to note. And also if one chakra is unbalanced, then it will affect the rest of the chakras going forward as well, because we're going to start from the bottom and work our way up. So if our root chakra from the start is imbalanced, then we will have problems from all the other chakras going up. So that's it's something, definitely something to keep in the back of your mind. If we have any difficulties with our heart chakra, why not go for a walk? Why not go into nature? Why not get some plants in your house? Why not wear green? These are things that will help, you know, our mental and our emotional development as within as without, right? So we got to make sure that our mental and our emotional and spiritual development is refined before we can move on to the other chakras. So the color is green. 
our heart is green. So we're going to make sure that we wear green, meditate on the color green, perhaps purchase green crystals to make sure that we have a balanced heart chakra. Heart chakra is like my favorite. As, as you can tell, heart chakra is my favorite. So the next one is our fifth chakra, which is the throat chakra. Now the throat chakra is located right at the throat and it's associated with the thyroid gland. Its color is blue. When we think about blue, we think about communication. Our throat chakra, it physically manages the neck and the ears. It also manages your jaws, your teeth, your trachea, and your vocal cords. And anything that, that's related to these parts of your body, it also manages that. So the organs and the glands in the neck area, that's where this blue throat chakra manages. Again, if you're having issues with your ears, with your jaws, with your trachea, your teeth, if you having issues with your vocal cords and anything in this area, we wanna make sure that we take a look at your throat chakra and get that balance because if it, like I said before, if it's any issues with the throat chakra or any of the chakras, it means that there is an imbalance and we need to make sure that we do just the small things to make sure that we get it back on a proper balance. And when I say imbalance, I know I've been saying that a lot. I mean that it could be spinning. Our chakras actually spin clockwise. Remember I told you about the spinning wheel? Our chakras spin clockwise and it could be not spinning at all or it could be spinning counterclockwise. It could also, in some cases, be spinning too fast. And that's also what we call an overactive chakra. That's an imbalance. <laughs> and I mean, just, I know this is just something I just thought about. Like if you think about an overactive bladder, who wants an overactive bladder, right? So we don't want overactive anything. We definitely do not want an overactive chakra. So it could be spinning too fast. It could be spinning, it could also be spinning too slow. I didn't mention that. So it could be spinning too slow. We need it to be just right. We need to be balanced. We don't want it to spin the wrong way. We want it to be balanced. So the balance if it's imbalanced then you're going to have issues here say when it comes to communication and expression this is the throat this the throat chakra is what we are going to be looking at some people are not able to communicate effectively and when i say effectively i'm saying in the ways that others may understand them they may be saying words but the words may not be coming together because it's not being understood by the other individual or they may not be able to talk at all. Cool fact, people who like stutter or stammer, that is also a, a result of an overactive throat chakra. When you communicate with you, you can, when you communicate with others and when you're expressing yourself and some people express themselves just a tiny bit too much. This is an overactive throat chakra. They need to simmer down just a little bit, just a little bit, right? And then some people don't express themselves enough or don't talk enough. And this is just an underactive throat chakra. And it's not even an issue unless you feel that you are not heard. Then that's an issue, right? These are just psychological functions, right? But physically, if you're like having issues with your neck and if you're having issues with your teeth and your jaws and things 
we want to make sure that we get that checked out. Wear your blue. Make sure you wear your blue. And make sure you meditate on this color blue. Just visualize this in your mind. It doesn't have to be for long. It could be for two to three minutes. It could even be five minutes or longer. But make sure that you think about, just meditate on this color blue and it'll definitely help to um, put your chakra a little bit in more order. Not necessarily like 100% aligned and balanced, but you'll definitely notice a difference. So it spiritually manages your ability to face karma or inability to face karma some people they you know everybody has this karma but some people don't want to admit to their karma or be able to face it then this is what we talk about this is what we mean when we say that your ability or an inability to face karma another spiritual connection with the chakra is learning how to free yourself from the world when i say free yourself from the world this is just meaning whether or not you're attached to to your physical possessions or people. So as we reach spiritual development, we're going to go, we're going to start at the bottom, work our way up to the seventh, seventh chakra. But as we work our way up to the seventh chakra, we learn different things. And one of the things that we learn, we learn to not be attached to things or people or even places. And so when it, as it relates to our throat chakra, we are going to learn to not be, learn non-attachment. And once we learn non-attachment, then this is one of the signs that we have an actual balanced chakra. One of the other spiritual abilities that's related to our throat chakra is the intuitive ability to hear and know different things from the past, the present, and the future. So some people, I guess we would call those people psychics. If you are able to look in the past and see from the past and see in the future and things like that, you everybody doesn't have it now but this is definitely a sign of a developed and refined throat chakra the throat chakra is developed at this stage from 8 to 12 years old and if we think about 8 to 12 year olds they are very much ex expressive they're able to express how they feel and they're able to better communicate things so that we can understand them so if we think about that then that's that's definitely where our throat chakra is developed at if you're having issues with this fifth chakra the throat chakra and the things that relate to it as always as i recommended in the previous chakras just think of the blue again just think of the blue meditate on the blues get you some blue stones one of my favorite blue stones is a lapis lazuli that's definitely a great stone for helping with communication and intuition and another stone that is also good with communication is the chrysocolla these are like two of my favorite blue stones that would actually help to open and refine the throat chakra. Next, we have our sixth chakra, and that's our third eye chakra. So uh, you may hear people talking about their third eye. It's not actually a real like physical third eye. It's definitely like the um, eye that it's like a spiritual eye. I'm gonna call it a spiritual eye, right? So it's located at your forehead like right there slam in the middle of the forehead right and it's associated with the pituitary gland the color for the third eye chakra is purple if you like or if you're into spirituality you probably would probably understand why the color why you see purple a lot because when people enter into spirituality and they're learning things and they're ascending they gear they associate purple with spirituality so 
that is your third eye. The third eye opens and now we're spiritual. We're super spiritual, right? And physically, just to get off the spiritual for just a moment, physically, this third eye manages your brain and your eyes. It also manages your neurological systems, your sinus and all of the systems right around that forehead area. So not only do you have your third eye, you have your physical eyes that's connected to your third eye, if that makes sense. Psychologically, your third eye manages self-perception and awareness and vision and perception. And it also manages your ability to break old patterns. So if you look at the first couple of parts, it says perception and awareness. So when people say that their third eye is open, they're able to see further than people who quote unquote don't have an open third eye, right? They're able to be a, they're able to pick up on things. They're they're more aware. It makes them more aware and it makes them focused and they, they're able to see things that the average individual are not able to see. So I would definitely imagine a Buddhist monk just sitting and talking about these, talking in riddles and <laughs> speaking in ways that I have a hard time understanding sometimes because his third eye is open and he sees things that we don't see and we don't understand. So the third eye is something that is really interesting to me because it is an eye opener once you've reached that level of spirituality. And I know eye opener, but it is an eye opener when your third eye opens, right? So the third eye spiritually managed the transformation of the individual consciousness to transcend. Remember when I told you about the Hindus and the Buddhists and all the, um, the Indian cultures, they like to use chakras to help the spirit leave the body. And we will call this transcending. This is where they start transcending right around the third eye. We have one more chakra to go through, but this third eye is, is where the transcending starts. And it also manages like intuitive gifts like psychic sight and other things like that. So when it, when basically when it comes to sight, anything spiritual, physical, psychological, we're going to relate that to the third eye. And the third eye is actually developed in your adolescent or teenage years. If you think about an adolescent, you think you think about the teenagers, they actually are really good or they're not really good. They actually start to learn perception. They're able to be aware of things, you know, because they have to be, they have to have more responsibility. It starts to develop right around the adolescent years. Of course, this is one of those things that are not, are not fully developed if we don't continue to work on them, but that's where it starts. And for our final chakra, we have the crown chakra. The crown chakra is located at the top of your head and it's associated with the pineal gland. The color for the chakra is white, and physically it runs the skull, the brain, the cranium, and the central nervous system. So all of these things would be conducted right around the top of the head using, relating to the 
seventh chakra, the crown chakra. So psychologically, the crown chakra assists with releasing misperceptions and learning issues and psychosis and other challenges. So it's really deep once you get to this last chakra. Um, we, we have a lot of things that we don't understand and we'll learn to understand it as we reach ascension to the final chakra. That's the final primary chakra because it's not actually the last chakra but it is the final primary chakra and so the crown chakra is one that we would attain to reach is the chakra that we we would attain to reach because once we reach this level of ascension we would be considered a wise person so the older ones the older individuals and i guess not it's you can't say the one with gray hairs because, you know, we got people in all stages and ages with gray hairs, but I'm going to just go ahead and say that just to give us a visualization. The gray hairs would be considered the more wise ones. These are the ones that have reached that crown chakra. And not all, you know, just because they have gray hair, we know that they have not, not all of them have reached this level of ascension. But majority of the time when we've reached adulthood and on up, we learn lessons. We're continuously learning lessons. And by the time you reach the age where you have a full head of gray hairs, you've pretty much learned a life full of lessons and you are considered wise. And these are, you're an elder and people will look up to you. So this is your last chakra. This is also the place where you would give up your egotism you would be more focused on the things that actually matter because when we do have ego involved, we're not as focused on the things that actually matter to us because our ego, our pride is is too big. And so this is this is it. This is all the chakras. The different colors we we have, we're just to recap, we have our first chakra, which is the root chakra, and the root chakra is red. This is the desire. This is where we feel like we the wants and desires. This is why everything that you see in the restaurants and in the stores, McDonald's, what's the other, Chick-fil-A, all these restaurants and these stores, Target, all of these are in red. This is what we call color magic. So you see a lot of red around here when you're shopping because it's related to the root chakra and the root chakra is related to your desires. And then we have the second, second chakra, which is our sacral chakra, and that's orange. That's related to our creativity. How, created, how creative are we? It's also related to our sexual organs. It's related to our upper intestines and abdominal area. So if you're having issues in that area, then we want to think about how we can balance that chakra. And then we have the solar plexus. Solar plexus is yellow and it's related to our digestive system. It's right there. If we have skin issues, um, if we have issues with our small intestines and our digestive system, then we want to look in that area. For our fourth one, my favorite one, is our heart chakra. Remember, we're not doing any more red hearts because remember, the red hearts is related to desire. Valentine's Day is coming up and we are full of desire, but no more red hearts, okay? We're gonna have green hearts because green hearts is really where it is related to love. If we're having issues with love and self-love and relationships and ability to bond with others, we wanna make sure that we work on that fourth chakra, the heart chakra. And our fifth chakra, it's blue. And it's, it's related to our communication. If we have issues with communication and expressing ourselves, then we wanna take a look at that chakra, okay? Sixth chakra, third eye chakra, right there, slim in the middle of our forehead, right? 
It's purple and it's definitely related to our neurological systems, our brain and our eyes. And psychologically it's related to our self-perception and awareness. So if we're having trouble with any of these issues, our brain, our eyes, our sinuses, and even being able to perceive certain things, then we want to take a look at that. And finally is our crown chakra right there at the top of our head associated with our pineal gland. This is when we get wise because we develop our crown chakra in our adult stages. So there's no rush. This is this is where our ego is set aside. We've learned all the lessons or many of the lessons that we've come here to learn and it's time to go. It's time to go. This is how we ascend and this is how we make ourselves better. And this is how we win. Tutashinda. Tutashinda is Swahili for we will win. So we win by learning our chakras, knowing how to balance them. Because once we balance our chakras as within, so without, we will begin to balance our entire body. We start at the bottom and work our way up. And this is all I have for you all today. I definitely want to thank you for joining in in this conversation with chakras. I had fun speaking about it because I do love, love to talk about chakras. This will not be the first, the last time that you hear me talk about chakras, but I just wanted to give you an introduction so that you know, have an idea what I'm talking about when I talk about chakras. So now that we've learned about all of our chakras, I hope that you can take this and apply apply it to your daily life because that is the goal. I want to make sure that you visit our website, offbllc.com. That's O-F-F-B-E-L-L-C.com. We definitely have a lot of crystals up there that's going to be connected to these very chakras. And you should take a look and see what which crystal will be able to help you. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. That's offbllc. Let us know what you want to hear next. You can email us at offbllc at gmail.com in the subject line. You can put ask Wambi. And I just want to thank you again for hanging out with me today. Off the beaten path, the way is known, the path is lit. And until next time, Tutashinda, we will win. And we win with our health. Health is wealth and we will have plenty of it. Peace. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Remember to check with your physician before making any dietary changes. Also, listen to your body. If something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. For more information on what we offer, visit offbllc.com. That's O-F-F-B-E-L-L-C dot com.